Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 39th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 15th episode as part of my partnership with The Avail List, you know, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. And for this episode, we have Danielle Carr, who is most recently a VFX supervisor and editor at DNEG in LA. You know, Danielle, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Going well. Happy to have you on. Thanks for having me. Of course. Maybe start off by just telling everyone how you're dealing with the pandemic, where you're quarantining, and you know how you've been keeping busy the last few months. Um, so I'm in Hollywood, Los Angeles. Um, you know, I started off doing the very quintessential quarantine things, cleaning out closets, making bread. And, you know, as it's kind of progressed, it's given me the time to kind of uh, work on my own personal reels and stay up to date with uh, applications and things that are being used throughout my field just to make sure I'm still in the game. Yeah, what are some of those applications? Yeah, um, so usually there's just a mix from Avid to Premiere to Hero, um, also just some Resolve and always just good to kind of give yourself that time to make sure you're staying up to par and feel like I'm still like relevant and what's going on in the post world. Yeah, totally. Maybe tell everyone a little bit about yourself and maybe some clients you've worked on. Okay. Um, I was lucky enough to graduate in 2008. So I experienced <laughs> that recession and the writer strike. Um, I worked for a little bit in film and then due to the writer strike, it was a whole lot of reality television. Um, I found myself doing that for a while, but just also not really something I was in love with. Then I was lucky enough to know a producer that was starting um, up a visual effects company, Framestore in Los Angeles. And she brought me on and we were all very small and working in closets and just trying to get our legs going and I worked there for, for a few years, learned a whole bunch. I knew nothing about visual effects uh, whatsoever. So it was a fantastic place to kind of start out and grow. Um, and then from there, it was kind of just time to leave and get some more experience. And I ended up at Fuse Effects, which is more episodic uh, television. And I worked there for a while and it was kind of the same kind of idea. It was a smaller company with the idea that the growth was there. Um, and I worked with them for quite some time and I worked on introducing them to different applications to help with the growth and then became a lead editor and just kind of helped with scheduling and overseeing and kind of making sure that editorial had the support that they needed. Um, I'm a huge believer in understanding a pipeline and really understanding how it's able to work. So you understand when things kind of break, where to go and where things can improve and really having that tool set to empower yourself and really believing that people around me should really understand how things work as well. Um, so then from Fuse Effects, I ended up at DNEG, Double Negative, LA. And again, it was a small, department, but there was a lot of growth needed and so much room for things to improve and really just a lot of 
optimistic people. And like, I have been really lucky enough to work with great teams and that's what kind of keeps me around. And I think it's such a big part of the puzzle in every department. So, and yeah, so unfortunately DNEG shut down during all of this. The studio was just so small and it was an expense that really uh, didn't make the cut during COVID. So I'm here now, I've been applying for stuff, but you know, it's like a lot of companies right now, I think are trying to make sure they're taking care of their current employees. So a lot of, there's a lot of hiring freezes and just kind of waiting it out and making sure I'm communicating and taking opportunities like this to kind of put myself out there. Yeah, definitely smart approach. And I think hopefully, you know, people will begin to hire over the next you know, few weeks or months as you know, with you and you know, there's so many talented people looking for jobs and at some point you know these agencies or, or production companies will start needing to hire and good that you've gravitated towards working with optimistic people and, and nice people because that's you know really important especially in this industry with late hours and, and tons of work you want to be around people you like do you have a preference i know you didn't necessarily like reality tv do you like you know, editing for TV shows or more commercial work or does it matter? Yeah, I mean, ideally, like I've always kind of been on the vendor side of editorial in my VFX career. I think it would be interesting to also go to the client side to kind of have that well-rounded idea of how it comes full circle and all of that. But I think my idea is just to kind of, I love being kind of in that supervising management idea. I love being able to create a safe, empowering working environment and also just to make people's lives easier, you know? Um, so I also think what, whenever you kind of make a plan for yourself, there's always a <laughs> bigger plan that happens for you. And you, I, any place I've kind of ended up has always been better than the last and I've been so thankful. So, I mean, we'll just ride this out. I kind of have no idea where this is all gonna go, but it is, it's talking to a lot of people and, you know, also thinking outside of the box because sometimes what you think is where you need to be isn't quite the case. Yeah, that's a, a great attitude. And I think coming out of this pandemic, there'll be so many new opportunities, startups, places to go, because so many people have had a few months off thinking of what they're going to do next and so many new opportunities. I think we'll be around, you know, you kind of already started answering this question, but what would you say you are looking for in your next role? Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to make sure I'm staying in kind of a management role or that role that at least gives me um, more opportunity to kind of grow. Um, so I, I definitely thrive in that kind of management experience of trying to oversee people and schedule people and making sure people are allowed to do their job and I can kind of help um, in the background as far as managing and improving tools and helping out and kind of doing all the balancing so the actual editors can just hit the ground running. Great, and yeah, I think just like, you know, I've mentioned and I'm sure you can tell because there have unfortunately been so many layoffs at some point, they're gonna need to start hiring those people. And I think management level people are gonna be needed because there are gonna be so many new people coming in and getting used to their surroundings. They're gonna need people to, to make sure everyone's kind of carrying their weight and doing right. their jobs. What are you, you know, what would you say are some of your better qualities? Um, I think how I have learned to survive and it took some time figuring that out. Like younger me used to be very stressed. I think I definitely through all the stresses that production can kind of get handed over and all the unexpected and the things you can't really prepare for. I know that I'm, 
I'm pretty great at staying even keel, kind of just going, there's going to be a solution. We will figure this out, um, which allows other people around you to stay calm. I'm definitely always know there's a way to find a solution. So if something isn't working and we need to get something out for that day, we'll figure it out and then we'll get it fixed for the next day. And I also think a big thing in post-production is kind of thinking 12 steps ahead for producers and the surrounding talent as well. And just to make sure that you can kind of keep things consistent and be dependable. Yeah. Again, I love that attitude. And I know, you know, as a creative and, and for you too, there's so you know, people are so quick to click the panic button. And it's yeah. like, just take a step back. We can address exactly. this. It exactly. will be okay. But I think that attitude, I'm sure, has everyone working under you, you know, appreciate you and kind of de-stress the entire scenario. Because while, of course, there are fire drills, most of the time you're able to address them if you kind of stay even keeled and tackle the problem versus like going into full-out panic mode. No, exactly. I always say that it's like no one gets home at the end of the day and it's like, well, I guess everyone messed up. There's nothing on TV today. Like it's, it's going to happen. We're going to get it there. Exactly. Well, hopefully more people can start thinking like you because I think staying even keeled is, is super important, especially now more than ever when there are so many client comments and concerns and, you know, just being able to speak and let, you know, the clients know and the people working under you that like everything will be fine. Just Right. Relax, take a deep breath. We'll, we'll get there and we'll get it out and everyone will be happy. So, Exactly. Being adaptable is, is a huge survival skill as well. If you can kind of allow yourself to roll with the punches, I mean, of course, there's always time to have that frustration, but at the end of the day, it's just let's figure things out. Exactly. And then we can go home and drink a few exactly. glasses of wine and exactly. <laughs> make it all better. What's one of the favorite projects you've worked on? Um, well, most recently we just, I did Star Trek Picard, which it was really cool to kind of be involved in that. And it's also just kind of amazing to see the amount of visual effects that are going into television these days. I mean, it's pretty full scale and it's, TV is working at a film level. So that was pretty impressive. And it's just amazing to kind of see all the talent that is surrounding yourself. And again, it's like when you have the right positive people, there is such a support system there and some kind of amazing, you know, magic kind of happens through all that because people do end up wearing a lot of hats and you get to just also be a crew that's there for each other. So it's pretty cool. It's always good to spend time in space. Yeah, right. Sounds, sounds like fun. You see now a blending of worlds with, you know, commercial, but movies and now the TV shows are essentially like, you know, movie productions with Hulu's and Amazon's and Netflix, you know, there's just nonstop production of these mega budget, you know, shows. So yeah, I mean, I very much started in commercial, which is, it's very fast paced, but I also think everything else has turned into fast paced. And then from there I went to television. So I definitely think, you know, in the film aspect, you have more time. There's just more time to get things out and to work on things and you just have a longer timeline where television and commercials are much more fast-paced and it leaves very little room for kind of error you kind of have to hit the ground running and really stay on top of things but yeah, makes sense would you uh what would you say agencies would be getting if they did you know or agencies or production companies if they did reach out and, and hire you um 
I'm definitely an open-minded person that's looking for new experiences. I am someone that is loyal, that I want to make sure the job is done. I want to make sure at the end of the day that the goals are reached. I'm a huge um, believer in communicating and like connecting all those departments and empowering someone. And I'm just someone that'll make sure the job gets done and that you have confidence in who you hired. Yeah, and, and getting the job done, while it may sound easy, is, is super important to gain that trust and now you can exactly project and- Exactly, and I think that's always one of my main goals is to instill that confidence so that people do know that if I am taking care of something that they can take care of what they need to and I will follow through and make sure that I'm taking care of my end of the deal. Yeah, that's, that's really important. The whole post-production is, is definitely a long process. What would you say is maybe your favorite point in it? Um, I mean, the beginning is always a little stressful. Everything breaks, um, but getting it going. And I think just once everything is working as it should, to then have faith that like we will get through this and that it also allows us to have that moment of confidence where we feel like we're in control and we can see exactly what we're doing. And um, it's always nice to finish something. Yeah, so that's always nice. It's a nice oh. celebration as well. Yeah, definitely agree. Getting it off your plate until it comes back with revisions or whatever changes is always exactly. nice. It's never ever final. Exactly. What do you do outside of work? Um, outside of work, I love to cook. I play the mandolin for fun. I'm not any good. Um, yeah. And I mean, I used to go to a whole lot of concerts. I don't do that so much anymore. Um, but as of now, I've just been trying to edit my own stuff and kind of trying to stay creative. I think that is one nice thing that this has, this whole 2020 has given us is, you know, we work so much and we always kind of dream about having the free time to do things. So it is kind of nice to like delve into those things and just, we've been, I've been like writing with friends and we've been like shooting a movie, but we've been shooting it remotely. So I'll shoot a bit, then we edit it together. And um, I don't know, it's just nice to like feel creative again. So yeah, nice. That's awesome. And hopefully one day we'll see whatever this oh, yes. COVID production movie situation is, but super, super fun. And yeah, I think I've heard from a lot of people just flexing those creative muscles at a time like this while you know, you're stuck at home or stuck not being able to do too much, but still yeah. wanting to, you know, give that, you know, your brain something to do is, is super important. I think passion projects and projects outside of work are, are super important. So glad you're doing that. I guess the last question for me is if there is a dream client agency production company that you want to give a little shout out to. Yeah, I thought about that. I feel like I'm just not great at favoritism. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, I don't know what's in store. I definitely think it would be interesting to kind of be on the studio side. Um, but no, I'm just excited for whatever comes my way and kind of just um, taking any opportunity that comes my way and making it work to the best of my ability. Great. Well, that's a good politically correct answer. <laughs> we play I like to play it safe. <laughs> well done. I won't, I won't make fun of you for that. I think, I think that's it. You know, thanks so much for being willing to put yourself out there and doing something like this. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I think it's fantastic that you're taking time to do this and you're a pretty good interviewer. Thank you. I, I've tried. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, so on LinkedIn, I'm Danielle Carr. Um, 
I feel like that has all my up-to-date information, but my email is pretty straightforward. It's the, T-H-E-D-C-A-R-R at gmail.com. Awesome. I think that's a wrap. All right, Matt. Yeah, thanks so much. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at M-A-L-O-W 930 at gmail.com and check out the avail list for a large list of people who are ready to get back to work. And now you can check out all these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well under Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks a lot.